0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural healthcare practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at 888-235-7374. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard.
2: Good morning to those of you listening to our live broadcast today, February 16, 2008. And hello to those of you listening to an Internet archive within a few minutes of the show close or rebroadcast some other time here on Achieve Radio. There is a link on my website for all of this. Uh, the show starts at 9.03 instead of 9.06 now, so you have to get up a few minutes earlier. And, yes, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard at Achieve Radio on the Internet. To call into the program, call 888-235-7374 or send instant messages during the show through the link on the Achieve Radio homepage. Again, that's 888-235-7374. Please, any problems with the Internet links, give me a call in the office at 610-658-0135. That's 610 610- six five eight zero one three five. Now on this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try to get shared after consulting with your physician. Now last Saturday my was Elijah Free, author of this to Angels, My Life as a Healer. If you missed that show, you can go to my website at www.amtherapies.com. Click on the Achieve Radio link to hear the show. For appointments with me or for general information, call 610-658-0135. That's 610-658-0135. Intuitive Monique Chapman visits every second Saturday of the month, so she will be here at the end of the program on March 8, 2008, with Monique's Moments. She will share her intuition about world affairs and callers' concerns. And remember, you can purchase the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, on my site. Visit www.amtherapies.com to make that wonderful resource a gift to yourself or a friend. Today, I'm speaking with Nancy DeVille, author of Death by Supermarket, The Fattening, Dumbing Down, and Poisoning of America. At the end of the program, we will discuss the herb lavender and the asana virksasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. Okay, acupuncture shows promise in improving rates of pregnancy following IVF. Science Daily, February 11, 2008. A review of seven couples of acupuncture given with embryo transfer in women undergoing in vitro fertilization, IVF, suggests that acupuncture improve rates of pregnancy. An estimated 10 to 15% of couples experience reproductive difficulty and seek specialist fertility treatments, such as IVF. IVF, which involves retrieving a woman's egg, fertilizing it in the laboratory, and then retransferring transferring the embryo back into the woman's womb, is an expensive, lengthy, and, and stressful process. Identifying a complementary approach that can improve success would be welcome to patients and providers. According to Eric Manheimer of the University of Maryland School of Medicine's Center for Integrative Medicine and colleagues who conducted the systematic review, acupuncture has been used in China for centuries to regulate the female reproductive system. With this in mind, the reviewers analyzed results from seven clinical trials of acupuncture in women who underwent IVF to see if rates of pregnancy were improved with acupuncture. The studies encompassed data on over 1,366 women and compared acupuncture within one uh, day of embryo transfer, sham acupuncture, or no original treatment. The reviewers found that acupuncture, given as a complement to IVF, increased the odds of achieving pregnancy. According to the researchers, the results indicate that 10 women undergoing IVF would need to be treated with acupuncture to bring about one additional pregnancy. The results considered preliminary point to a potential complementary treatment that may improve the success of IVF and the need to conduct additional clinical trials to confirm these findings. Okay. Interesting. We always knew there's something great about acupuncture. Okay, now um, about my guest. Um, Nancy DeVell is an investigative health writer with 12 years of experience researching and co-authoring books with MDs on various health subjects. Her experience has taught her how to translate the work of researchers and doctors uh, for the layperson to easily understand. Her best-selling books on the perils of the low-fat diet, the benefits of Chinese medicine, and how to recover from adrenal burnout have been helping Americans reclaim their health. Nancy's passion for real food, and the result uh, is her latest book, Death by Supermarket, The Fattening, Dumbing Down, and Poisoning of America. Okay, good morning, Nancy. Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, thank you.
2: Now, uh, where are you actually right now?
0: I'm actually in Boston.
2: Ah, okay. <laughs> so your weather is similar to ours here yes, in Yes, it is.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm a recent transplant. I was in Santa Barbara for 18 years, so this is a bit of a shock, but it's nice.
2: Well, I hope there were good reasons that made <laughs> you come out here. I can't imagine weather-wise. <laughs> okay, well, now let's see here. What sparked your interest in nutrition?
0: And my interest in nutrition goes way, way, way back. My mother was not into nutrition. She was very into processed foods. She was a World <laughs> War II bride. Huh. And, you know, I grew up really on factory-produced foods. Uh, but it was my grandmother who was an immigrant to the United States, um, and she had health problems as a young woman because her family was poor. But she stumbled into, just by accident, into a health lecture in, in the late 30s when she was 39. And she became a health food devotee, and she was amazing. She was so ahead of her time. And so I learned a lot from her. So I had sort of the, you know, my mother's influence and then her influence. And, and then I spent a lot of years traveling around as a young woman, seeing what the rest of the world was eating And when I came back to the United States, I was really appalled. I mean, I really could not eat a piece of boxed cake or something. It just made my mouth burn. And over the years, as I have watched what's happening in the United States and to Americans, I've become more and more appalled, not just at what's happening, but at the forces that people have to literally fight against to eat healthy in this country, because we do not have a support system. We have to create our own support system. So now we have a population that the food industry has made fat, sick, dumb, and depressed. And so the diet and the drug industries are making billions and billions of dollars. And there is no incentive for anyone really in that industry to help us. When they, when they say they're helping us, it's all a sham. It's a ridiculous, to get us to eat more of their garbage. The labeling that they put on, the claims that they make, they're all, they're all really lies, basically.
2: Okay, well now, before we get into the meat of your book, meat of, I hate to even <laughs> use the term, but anyway, do you, do you have a background in nutrition and health in terms no. of your study?
0: No, okay. I do not have a background in nutrition and health. My background is actually in art, and I wanted to be a novelist. And so my second career after art was going to be writing. Then I stumbled into working with doctors, and it turned out that I had a real talent for that and a real love of, of understanding and researching the science and being able to translate it. So Excellent. I am really um, more of an investigative writer, and I, but I have made very <clears throat> extensive relationships with important authorities in various fields in alternative medicine and nutrition and those are the people I rely on and I look at their research and I I look at all the research
2: Well, I I would imagine it'd be very hard not to learn an awful lot through such a process I mean you know, you, you, when you're exposed to that much research and that much interaction with the people in the field, you know, you have to glean quite a bit anyway. Now, let me see, what, um, before, again, before we get into the meat of the book, what responsibility, if any, do you feel the American public has or has to take uh, for the general, or for their general health condition?
0: I think that's, that's really the key subject, because, We now have things like the cheeseburger bill passing legislation so that people cannot sue fast food um, companies for their health problems. We have veggie libel laws in certain states so that you cannot even complain about the state of our food.
2: Okay. Well, thoughts for me as we before we go to break, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. This portion of the program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies now in Wynwood, Pennsylvania. Visit my website www.amtherapies.com and call our new number for appointments: six ten six five eight zero one three. We'll be back with uh, Nancy DeVille, author of Death by Supermarket, The Sattening Down and Poisoning of America.
3: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact alternative medicine therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative medicine therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations, has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com.
1: Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies.
2: Yes, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Remember, on my site, www.amtherapies.com, you can now preview and purchase the book I co-authored called 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. My chapter is on naturopathy. Uh, William Penn's basketball team is unfortunately out of the playoffs, but Mark Allen is going on to play in the high school All-Star Game in March. I'll keep you um, posted. Uh, We're talking with Nancy DeVille, author of Death by Supermarket, The Fattening, Dumbing Down, and Poisoning of America. Okay, Nancy, um, do you want to pick up where you left off?
0: Well, we were talking about the Americans' responsibility um, for their own health. So the answer is yes, because the government has essentially abdicated their responsibility. And moreover, they support the sugar industry. They support various industries um, that are making Americans sick. We have to take responsibility. And the number one thing that I think people need to do is get educated. And I don't mean these fluff sort of educational things that we're hearing and these baby steps that we're being encouraged to do. I mean really get educated, understand what makes us tick. And so basically what it is is that we are dynamic beings, and so that means that we're always changing on the inside. We're always, millions of things are happening every second within our bodies. And this is a regeneration process. It's a breaking down and building up that goes on our entire lives. And what we need to do for that is we need to supply our bodies with the materials to do that. And that, that material is food. (laughs) And so,
2: (laughs) (laughs) as you refer to it, yes,
0: you you know, and, and so we, we hear the word word, real food and real food has sort of become the buzzword. But I like to say historic food because now manufacturers have picked up on that. Now, Now we have, we have commercials for mayonnaise with canola oil, which is a poisonous oil, calling it real food. We have, uh... we have commercials for kfc which is complete garbage calling that real food so they're picking up on that they will pit, manufacturers will pick up on anything to get you to eat their stuff and so i call it historic food so that's anything that could be picked gathered milked hunted or fished that's, cl- that's grown or raised in a clean environment the way it was a hundred fifty years ago we have to go back that far literally
2: okay now can you say that again Picked, gathered, milked, hunted, or fished. Could you Very say that good. again? Yes. Certain people can write that down.
0: Yes. Picked, gathered, milked, hunted, or fished. And so we want to, to have foods that are clean, that don't contain pesticides, that have not gone undergone industrialized processing. Um, I just want to use quickly, I don't know how much you want to get into this, but I just want to use the example of soy because soy The the way we're eating it is not the way it was historically eaten, and it's very, very toxic. Um, And it's a huge subject, subject I devoted a few chapters to in my book because I wanted to know about it. Uh, I lived in Japan as a teenager. I went to high school there. I never saw Japanese eating very much soy. They ate ate teeny tiny amounts of highly fermented soy products like natto and tempeh and just little condiment amounts, basically two teaspoons. Um, a day is what um, Asians have been traditionally eating until the soy industry took over. So now we're 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 told that soy is a is a healthy product, but what is it, done to it is so industrialized. It is so filled with chemical solvents and fluoride and things that aluminum and things that are highly toxic to the human body. MSG, which can, which which mm. uh, is a, an excitotoxin. You know, I could go on, <laughs> but it's just an mm-hmm. example. Um, So we want to eat foods in their original state. We want to eat foods how they were always eaten by human beings, not industrialized in any way.
2: Okay, um, before we go, again, this is a personal um, question. Could you just sort of share your feelings about canola oil because uh, it's new, it's in. It's starting to appear in all kinds of foods that were in the past, you know, pretty much healthy organic pro- uh, products. Now you're starting to see the use of canola oil in them. And I don't know, could you just share your feelings or your, you know, results of your research on that?
0: Yes, and that's another excellent question, and it's a very extensive question about oils because we have this shudder when we hear the word fat. But there are good fats and there are bad Mm -hmm. fats, and that's kind of really generalizing it because there's a lot of Mm -hmm. in-betweens. But our body needs good fats to thrive, to make sex hormones, to make um, healthy um, brains, to develop our brains. And just for many, many, many things in our body are made up of fats and cholesterol. So in comes the food industry with their infinite wisdom a few decades ago, say after World War II, announcing polyunsaturated fats are healthy for the heart and so forth and so on. And so we've got that stuck in our mindset. Um, Canola oil is a polyunsaturated fat, and it's it's, it's a very unhealthy fat because it contains omega-6. Omega-6 is, is a healthy polyunsaturated fat. However, Americans are eating too much of it. So our ratio from omega-6 and 3, healthy ratio is 1 to 1. But now we're eating 50 to 1. And so that is causing a rapid rise of cancer. So you want to eliminate foods that contain omega-6 because we're already getting healthy amounts of omega-6 if we eat grass-fed meat or range-free eggs that contain omega-6. Mm-hmm. So canola oil is not a healthy oil, and, but now we're, saying, we're, heard, we're hearing that it is. The omega-6 oils, corn oil, safflower, sunflower, um, soy, and did I say canola? Those are oils that you should not eat. If you see that a product says vegetable oil, you're likely eating either canola or soy oil. Um, those are the two big ones that manufacturers are using. So avoid those oils. I noticed the other day that I, I saw a, a product, a, a jar of mayonnaise that was made with olive oil. So you need to look because olive oil <laughs> is the oil that you want to look for. Um, but, and then I just also want to make this point is if you're reading labels, you're really not eating real food. And there are certain things that we want to make concessions on because we don't want to drive ourselves too crazy like mayonnaise um, and things like that. We'd be better off making it our, our own, and I do occasionally do that.
2: Yeah, it's not, one of, it's not a very difficult item to... No, no,
0: <laughs> no, it's not. So the point is, is that, um, again, get educated about oils because it will save your life. And it will also improve the quality of your life, and um, and uh, get educated about fats and
2: cholesterol. How did you come up with the title? I always like to find out these little <laughs> <laughs> seemingly unimportant items here. How did you come up with that title? I thought you know, it was
0: very- I, I I I had a working title for a long time, and then I really realized that it was you know. What, what is in what is in the supermarket? Because I used to go around telling people, "Don't go to the supermarket. There's no food in the supermarket." And people would look <laughs> at me like, "What?" <laughs> and then I yeah. thought, you know what is really death by supermarket? Because everything that you buy in there, and then you walk through the detergent aisle and you almost pass out from the toxins. It's a toxic place. And so um, I thought, death by supermarket. That's that's it. And then I <laughs> then I really struggled for a long time with the subtitle. Um, because I didn't want to scare people too much, but I thought, you know, I really want to tell it like it is, and my book does tell it like it is, and I've been told that it's humorous, <laughs> and so yeah. there's a little humor in there. Um,
2: and hopeful.
0: And very hopeful. You know, Parthenia, in this country, we have the right to pursue happiness. That's a beautiful thing, but we're not pursuing happiness. We're pursuing obesity, ill health, chronic conditions, Early, ugly deaths. And, you know, we want to die with our loved ones around us at home of old age and slip into, you know, we just, we're not doing that. We're dying with in hospitals with beepers and monitors going off. And serious illnesses change people's lives forever. And, but there is something we can do about it. Very, very easy. And that's eat real food. Give our dynamic bodies the biochemicals it needs to regenerate, to detoxify and to thrive.
2: Okay, now your book is in, it consists of nine parts, or that's nine parts, and uh, 31 chapters. Now, do you have a special chapter that you would like to highlight first, because I would like to get you know just sort of start at the top and get through as much as we can to give people a feel for what is in the book.
0: Oh my goodness, what a question! Because every chapter I think is important. But let's talk okay. about okay. dieting
2: if you want. Okay, I'll give you a second. Think about it. I'm going to just read what the different sections are, and uh, that'll give you time to sort of see what you want to highlight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Part one How Factory Food Changed the Way We Live and Die. Uh, chapter one is America Missed Opportunity for Utopia. Part two, His hunger uh, two chapter two a socially acceptable sugar addiction chapter three addicted to high fructose corn syrup chapter four the government protects the sugar industry Part three science fiction in chapter five you have MSG keeps us coming back for more chapter six aspartame poisoning urban legend or fact chapter 7 FDA approved murder by supermarket. Part four: Science Fiction Food. Chapter eight: Soy. Internet paranoia or fact? Nine: Isoflavone supplementation and do Asians do? Uh, so Asians do eat soy? Eleven: The weird science of modern soy. Chapter twelve: Feeding babies soybean formula. Chapter thirteen: No response. Um, no reason. Discussion about soy. Part five: The fat fiasco. Chapter fourteen Facts Fat Kills fifteen So what are polyunsaturated fats anyway? Chapter sixteen how these influence what we put in our mouths. Chapter seventeen finally Americans are told the truth about trans fats. Eighteen saturated animal fat good trans fats bad 19 milk 20 factory milk does a body bad 21 natural milk to the rescue part um, six dieting is, is only matters worst worse. chapter 22 the man the of low calorie dieting 23 the low fat diet made us sick 24 low carbohydrate dieting was a Bust. Twenty five, the basics of a real food diet. Then in part seven, miracle bottles, snake supplements, drugs. Twenty six, that expletive deleted. Stress is making us fat. Twenty seven snake oil supplements. Twenty-eight drug pushers. Part eight, wooing, denial, ridicule, and threats. And why we buy into them. Twenty wooing denial, ridicule and threats. Thirty, we're all in this together. Part nine. The home front, chapter 30, change begins at home. And then she has a wonderful conclusion. Well, Thomas Thomas Jefferson would have done. Okay, good. So now do you know what you want to highlight before we go to <laughs> break? There's
0: <laughs> no, a lot go. in there, ladies.
2: There's a lot in ladies. lady.
0: A lot. I tried I wanted it to make it comprehensive without making it overwhelming. And so I think that what I'd really like to talk about a little bit is our sugar addiction. Okay. And the fact that we're putting sugar and toxins into our bodies, sugar and chemicals into our bodies, and I, I call this hysterical hunger because what it does is it triggers a reaction, brain reaction, that really works against you. So you're constantly reaching for this Sugary substances because you learn, you become conditioned, that, you, that they make you feel better temporarily. So we're a society that doesn't feel very good. We, you know, we, we feel kind of crummy all the time. We get up, we feel we didn't sleep well, we're in bad moods, we have low self-esteem, and so we eat. And what do we eat? We eat sugary substances. And I'm talking about even chips and pretzels and things like that and pizza because that's sugar. It turns immediately into sugar, simple carbohydrates. And so this hysterical hunger is a cycle that goes on and on. And so what happens is we've developed bizarre food fetishes. And I like to sum that up in two words, Oreo pizza. I don't know if you've seen the commercial for that, but if you're oh. eating Oreo pizza, that is the you're you're you have food fetishes because that is not something that oh. somebody would normally reach for.
2: That is so, something I'm missing so much. (laughs) And so, you know,
0: so so to get over, you know, we call this emotional eating and emotional triggers in this country, but I think that we really need to look at what it really is, which is conditioning, just like Pablo's dogs. You reach for something, it makes you feel better temporarily, you are conditioned right then to think that if you reach for that again, your bad feelings, your low self esteem will go away temporarily, and it does. And so we, you keep in this cycle. And so, thus, we have the food in, the diet and the drug industries making billions of dollars off of all the things that are happening to you be, as a result of you put, keeping putting these food fetish items into your body. So, how do you resolve that? Well, you start eating a balanced diet of real food and it goes away, and I mean it goes away. And people don't believe it until they try it, and I can't tell you how many times people have said to me, I can't believe how good I feel. I don't have any cravings anymore, and all it is is eating real food.
2: Well, now, somebody here has emailed a quick message to us, and I'm going to uh, read it off to you and then let you think it over the next break unless, okay. you have a response, unless you have a response right away. It says, this is Jim from California. He says, you mentioned laws that exempt food companies from legal action. How can this be legal or constitutional? Isn't it the consumer's to sue for damages if it can be proved that something is harmful? Okay, so unless, because we have about 56 six seconds before we go to break, so you want to think All about it? All I that? can say is money talks. Okay, Uh, we might elucidate on that when we get back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Isar, and I want to remind you about my inner mall. It's an easy way you can purchase all kinds of wonderful products at very low rates. Check regularly as I add new products often, and you can also purchase Nature Sunshine uh, products, which offer an extensive line of high quality nutritional supplements, multiple vitamins, a boost to your immune system. Support or an herbal blend with concerns they can help take the road to a healthy happier life with nature Sunshine. my homepage, left left side learn about purchase all nature sunshine we'll be back with Nancy DeVille author of death by supermarket
3: why should you passively exist with backaches allergies PMS colds flu and other ailments it's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures Why Suffer When Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com.
1: Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies.
2: Hi, you're listening to Wholeness and Wisdom with me,
1: scientist
2: is our. My guest next week, February 23, 2008, will be Pat Samples, author of The Secret Wisdom of a Woman's Body, Freeing Yourself to Live Passionately and Age Fearlessly. For the program, we will discuss the herb lemongrass and the asana Udita trikonasana. I'm now uh, exclusive on Achieve Radio, and we are back with Nancy DeVille, author of Death by Supermarket, The Fattening, Dumbing Down, and Poisoning of America. If you have questions, call in at 888-235-7372. That's 888 Sorry about that. And, uh, of course, you can send us a quick email uh, from the uh, homepage of Achieve Radio. Okay, Nancy. You have anything else you wanted to add to your response? Money, what was it? Money works, or money talk? Talks. Hello. Uh,
0: just recently, the FDA issued an internal report that um, that really determined that they do not have the capabilities. They don't have the money. They don't have the resources, and they don't have the manpower to protect Americans. Um, this uh-huh. has been very evident in all the you know the recent drug debacles within the FDA, we, we see that they, you know, we have very, very visible proof that they can't protect us. But let's just say they could. Let's say they had the manpower. Would they? Because a lot of people in the FDA are attorneys and scientists, and they go from the FDA in their careers to biotech industries like Monsanto, and then they go to appointed or elected um, positions within the government. And then they go back to law firms where, they, um, where, where it's, it's sort of a cycle where they, it really behooves them to make friends, to have cronies, to make everybody, you know, to, to really expedite their careers. So the question is how is this system supporting Americans? Because I don't see that it can. When people are personally interested in their own self interest and making money, I don't see how that could really support Americans. That isn't to say that there aren't FDA officials and scientists who really care, because there are. And I, I uncovered a lot of them who were frustrated, who w- had to work behind the scenes stealthily, who were fired, who were reprimanded, who were not allowed to do their jobs to protect Americans. And so it's, it's really um, – when I hear the words um, FDA approved, it doesn't mean anything to me anymore, nothing. In fact, it means the opposite. I wonder, what is that uh, – who, what's behind us and who's profiting?
2: Um, you're not gonna get a response from me on that one. That's that uh, <laughs> uh, that I think But anyway, we have a caller online. Uh Louis from New York. Morning, Louis.
1: Good morning. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, and and Mr. Will is there? Yes. Yes. Yes, and uh, uh what hope is there for those of us who do not um, you know we're senior citizens who don't have the finances to uh, buy you know uh, foods that are free from you know, pesticides and whatnot hey from the supermarkets uh is there what hope is it what is there for us
0: Yes, that's a very good question. First of all, it's really a shame. It's beyond a shame. It's a travesty that in the richest country in the world, that senior citizens and 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 other people of low economic means have to worry about eating poison, and ha- and have to scramble to try to put real food into their mouths and on the tables of their families. But what one thing that you can do, Lou, is really avoid the 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 very Evident toxic things: Diet Coke, non-dairy coffee creamers, cereal. Cereal is not a food. Um, in fact, it's a really toxic food item, um, food product, I should say. Um, buy things like oatmeal, real oatmeal, not the you know the fast microwave stuff. In fact, get rid of your microwave altogether and make things on the stove or in the oven. And so, look for ways that you can really cut the toxic items out of your of your diet, and there are many, many ways. Um, and just focus on eating real food. If it has pesticides in it, you can take produce, fill your sink, your kitchen sink up with water, put a little bit of just maybe two teaspoons of, of Clorox, because it doesn't contain chlorine. Let your produce swish around in it for a while, because it'll dissolve the pesticides, and then rinse it really well. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be a lot better. When you buy, say, chicken, um, and I don't recommend this for free-range chicken, organic chicken, because it's not washed in in chlorine and it's not fed hormones and other garbage, but take the skin off. Rinse it really well. Pat it dry. Um, Don't fear your meats. Fearing meats creates carcinogenic particles, so roast your meats and your chicken, and and do things like that that can, that can help you avoid obvious toxins. And um, see what drugs you can get off of. You know, we, I don't understand why senior citizens have to be taking cocktails full of drugs. Um, look at what you can really take, take off. Um, for example, high blood pressure. You can lower your blood pressure naturally by breathing deeply and rhythmically 10 minutes a day with your eyes closed. And so, deep, even breaths every day with your eyes closed and get a blood pressure monitor and check to see. You're going to see your blood pressure going down. So, there are simple ways that you can approach some of the, the, of the, the problems that um, elderly people have without having to take another drug that you're going to experience toxicity and side effects from. So, I
1: hope that helps. Oh, thank you so much. That was really wonderful. Thank you very much. Good luck to you. Thank
2: you. Good calling, talk to you. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, very good. Um well one out there there are two chapters of a of a special interest to me. Um the what people feel they have to feed their babies. Uh it's the force that women don't breastfeed or their own nutrition well-being is so poor that they shouldn't feed. But um, you know, the, the, these four. you know, share some of your insights on that.
0: You know, this is a tough subject because it's very touchy. You know, people, uh, people become highly offended. But my position really is that people are feeding their kids items, products that they wouldn't feed to their dogs. They mm-hmm. say, oh, no, that's not good for dogs. We couldn't give it. But they, they will give it to their kids.
2: <laughs> you
0: know? And so yeah. what is that all about? And the other thing is who are the adults here? I see people in restaurants and social settings um, pandering to their children. No, it's not that way. You make the dinner or you make the breakfast and they eat it. And, you know, children have really sensitive taste buds, so obviously you can't make, you know, uh, chicken with cayenne pepper on it or something. But you can introduce foods and you can make them palatable by, guess what, learning how to cook because children all over the world, eat real food. It's only in America that kids only want cereal and pizza. And so that is, by the way, a food fetish. And so yeah. if that's the way you want your kids to grow up, hooked on bizarre non-food items, I don't think that people really want that. I don't think that people look down into their cradles, their children's cradles, and think, oh, I really hope my child is obese with learning disorders and behavioral problems and... Mm-hmm. um early type 2, diabetes and heart disease. Of course, they don't think that. People want the best for their children. But you have to put some effort into it. You have to strap on your apron. You have to get into the kitchen. I mean, mom and dad. And you have to make it fun, and you have to start learning about food and start making foods that everybody will eat and stop buying garbage and stop giving your kids cereal. These commercials that I see for oh your kids are going to be so happy and well fed and they're going to be able to think so well and perform so well because they're going off to school on this sugary garbage. I mean really, people cannot really believe that. They're just doing it because it's convenient, right?
2: Well, that's definitely true, and and they forget that what they start their children out on is pretty much what they'll be used to, and they'll get used to it and they'll appreciate it. It's when they're given these little shortcut, shortcut items that they get used to those and addicted to those, and then you have a problem trying to get them to eat what they should eat.
0: Right, and just like Lou, talking about senior citizens, well, there are things you can do for kids. When you pick them up and they're all in the car and they're ravenous, you can have bags of cut-up bell peppers and carrots and raisins and celery sticks with natural peanut butter in it and things like that that are healthy, good foods, hard-boiled eggs, deviled eggs, and they're going to eat it because they're going to be starving. But if you make a habit of swinging through some fast-food garbage place and giving that to them, then it's going to take a while to break that habit. And you, you have to be really honest and frank with your kids and start educating your kids and one of the things that people do not understand that's really important is what you put into your kids' bodies is what's going to develop their brain. Right. And we, we now have millions of children who are medicated. Now, when I was a kid, I don't remember what kid being medicated. Not one. No. And now we no. have millions. Oh, I get it. All of a sudden, we've de- just decided that people really are more diseased than we thought they were. No. <laughs> people have become diseased. Children have become neurologically diseased. Why is that? Well, their brains are not fully developed until age 21. So what you keep putting into your kid's brain is going to develop that brain. You put trans fats, you put omega-6 fatty acids, you put damaged polyunsaturated fats and corn oil and all these things. Guess what? That's what your your body's going to use to make your child's brain. And so then you have neurological behavioral problems, and you've got the principal calling you, telling you, your kid can't stay in his school anymore unless you put put him or her on medication. And so the the parent is stuck. So feed your kids real food. Don't feed your kids sugar.
2: Well, and also I think people... (laughs) feel a little more confident about how they do you know, affect society because who would have, years ago you could go to a supermarket and even find an organic produce item. But anyway, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. We'll be back with Nancy DeVille, author of Death by Supermarket, and Poisoning of America.
3: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com.
1: Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies.
2: Okay, you are listening to Wellness, Holiness, and Wisdom. The psychologist Parthenia is the, the disc. The initial visit to my office this week will go to any caller who shares a random act of kindness uh, that they bestowed upon someone. Uh, we're back with Nancy Bill, author of Death by Supermarket The Sattening, Dumbing Down, and Poisoning of America. If you have a question for uh, Nancy, call 888 235 7374. Two three five seven three seven four, And remember my book, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. You can purchase it on my site. Uh, William Penn is no longer in the playoffs, but Mark Allen is in an all-star game in March, and I think that will be a wonderful experience for him. Okay, Nancy. Yes. Let's see. Um, anything else to add about the baby feeding, maybe some suggestions about what, mothers can uh, in place of these uh, formulas? Uh,
0: yes, there are uh, two websites, listed, one website rather, listed in my book. Um, and um, there are, you can Google around if you don't want it to read my book, you can Google around and find. No,
2: no, no, they don't have that option. They have to read <laughs> your book. They have buy the book. Um, but what is your, uh, b- before we get too far, website address and a contact, My website
0: is nancydeville.com, and from my website, you can link over to my blog, and I have lots and lots of recipes, and I have snack ideas for kids on my blog. If you look under How Al Gore Can Lose 50 Pounds, you'll find a whole program of how you can lose weight naturally without dieting.
2: Okay, that was www.nancydeville.com. Yes. And... uh... Uh, That's all one word. Yes. Um, Okay, a a phone number maybe?
0: Uh, No, I don't have a phone number. I just have my website and my blog.
2: Good enough. What about the dieting piece? Um, The very things they encourage people to eat and drink to help them lose are the very things that seem to prevent that loss. Would you like to touch that a little bit?
0: Oh, yes, I would because dieting (laughs) does not work one of our, our big dieting methods is our diet drinks with aspartame. Aspartame has been shown, and all artificial sweeteners have been shown in studies, that people who use them are fatter than people who don't. Aspartame is particularly deadly because it metabolizes into formaldehyde, which, which kills cells and causes cancer. But also, it degrades cellular structure. So what is a cellular structure? Well, it's that nice, firm layer of collagen you have underneath your skin. And with that degraded, you're going to have more jiggle. You're going to have more cellulite. So people who drink a lot of diet sodas are jiggly looking. They're, they're flubbery looking. And so I don't know a lot of thin, healthy I don't know any thin, healthy people who drink diet sodas. Diet sodas are really, really toxic. And so we shouldn't be drinking them. Even, I don't care if it has Splenda in it. <clears throat> Splenda is a chlorinated molecule. Chlorine causes cancer. Why would you put chlorine into your body? It's absolutely insane. If you want to have something sh- sugary, eat a balanced diet and then make your own dessert. Make a nice chocolate cake with bittersweet chocolate, with organic chocolate. Make something nice. Have that once in a while. We don't need to be eating, eating chocolate and sugar 24-7. And you don't need to if you eat a balanced diet and so dieting doesn't work what does work is restoring your body's health because obesity is not a condition it's a symptom okay it's a symptom of malnourishment when you're obese and you're grossly overweight it's because your body is storing 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 all the time it's not because you're eating necessarily because you're eating too much maybe some people are eating too much but we also have a population of people who are obese and overweight on normal amounts of food. Why? Well, MSG and aspartame both um, cause people to um, uh, be overweight on normal amounts of food. That's proven in studies. And MSG is in, in all processed foods. And, and also because your body, when it's malnourished, is in a state of famine, okay? Okay. So you're you're constantly eating and you're constantly craving. This is part of the hysterical hunger that I was talking about because your body wants to recover from famine. Like if you're in a shipwreck and you crawl to shore and you're emaciated and barely alive, what do you do? Well, you eat because you want to restore your body to to, to, um, natural good health. And so the body is in a constant state of starvation and it's constantly wanting to eat. And, but so, if you're not eating real food, you're going to be constantly, constantly eating because your body is never going to be getting the nutrients it needs to feel like, okay, I'm nourished now. So starvation studies have demonstrated that people who are starved, starved have aberrant behaviors. They obsess, they crave food, they binge, they hoard, they do things like... Um, make weird food concoctions and things like that. They hide food. They sneak food. They feel guilty and, and shame about eating. I could go on and on. There's a huge list in my book. Now, these are the same thing, behaviors that people are experiencing today who are overweight. So what does that tell you? They're starving. So, again, how do you, how do you um, correct starvation? You nourish your body, that dynamic being that I was talking about that needs to eat real food. (coughs) Excuse
2: me. Well, now, let me ask you this. We're getting close to the end of the interview, and I always like to ask my guests for their final words of wisdom. If you were to give some final words of wisdom, what might they be?
0: I would like (laughs) to give people something to think about because people think, well, you know, my doctor drinks Diet Coke, and they see people they respect eating pizza and things like that, if these things caused immediate reactions, if you ate chips, um, barbecued flavored chips, and immediately developed cancerous tumor the next day, well, you would know, right? But these mm-hmm. things have a long, sometimes sure. a very long duration that it takes to develop. But people, go, people are miserable, and they are experiencing symptoms. They just do not attribute it to food, and I'm going to tell you what they are. We have burning and itching in our unmentionable areas. Our our intestinal tracts are erupting with lava. We have gastro um, uh, We have um, esophageal reflux. We have terrible taste in our mouth. That we're using Listerine. <clears throat> so we buy Tums, we buy Rolaids, we buy Preparation H and Monistat and Vagisil, a little purple pill, Pepto Bismol, things like let's that. Let's not
2: give them any advertising.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> So we we buy these preparations because we want to make ourselves feel better. But, you know, those symptoms, that itching, that burning, that terrible lava feeling you have in your stomach and the the terrible taste you have in your mouth, that's your body telling you, I don't like what you're putting inside me. This is not good for me. I want real food. That's what I'd like people to, to leave people with is that we have the right to pursue happiness in this country and our genetic potential and be the best we can be. And I think that people deserve to know the truth about what they're eating and to be happier, as just be a happier nation.
2: Thank you so much, Nancy. I love the book, I enjoyed the book, <laughs> and I highly recommend the book. Thank you. You have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our herb of the day. Today's herb is lavender. Phytochemicals include alpha pinene and beta pinene. It relieves stress and di- de- depression according to bulk and bulk. Good for burns, headaches, and other skin problems. Caution: it should be used during pregnancy. Lavender oil should not be taken internally. And then our yoga sauna. Today's asana is Dirk Uh the tree pose gives a beautiful upward stretch and of balance. Um, it is the benefits according to Dr. Shaw is that it strengthens the spine, strengthens the inner ears and eyes, improves balance, improves tone and leg muscles, strengthens the knee and loosens the hip joint. Um, strengthens the shoulders indications would be mild giddiness uh, weakness in legs and shoulders um, arthritis of joints of the upper and lower remedies okay the we are going to, I'm going to have to finish that one next week. Um, you have been listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthen Bazard at Achieve Radio on the Internet. My guest next week, February 23, 2008, will be Pat Samples, author of The Secret Wisdom of a Woman's Body, freeing you to live passionately passionate, and age fearlessly. At the end of that prayer, we will discuss the herb lemongrass and the asana udhita trigonasana, one of my favorite postures. And uh, using the link on my site, listen to the program live on your computer, iPod or cell phone, Saturdays at 9.03 a.m. And remember, second Saturdays with Monique Chapman, those programs with all Monique's moments. We'll see her again 8, she will share her intuition about world and caller issues. There's a link for advertising on the program on my site. You can email inquiries, resumes, and or recordings to consult AMtherapies.com. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a periodology and kinesiology assistance, consultants in nutrition, meditation, acupressure, and psychosocial consultations. Go to my website, www.amtherapies.com, for my blog and to purchase my book, One One Great Ways to Improve Your Health. Uh, Wealth, wholeness,
3: and wisdom. Be well.
4: Hi, I'm Monique Chapman, and I'm inviting you to free your mind, open your heart, and ignite your passion. Take time today and contact me so that we can set into motion the changes you want to see in your life this year. Everyone needs help from time to time, and I'm here to be of service to you on your journey as a spirit living in 3D. If you're ready to shift your consciousness in a big way, fulfill your dreams, and take control of your destiny, give me a call at 888-240-6057. It is my intention to support you by coaching you to achieve your heart's desire with the greatest of ease. Don't let 2008 pass you by. Give me a call today at 888-240-6057 and let's set a date to start walking the path of your destiny in this year of new beginnings. I have a plan for all budgets, so what are you waiting for? Start living your new life today. Give me a call today toll-free at 888-240-6057.